Welcome to the Boring Podcast, the only podcast that takes a minute of silence out of every episode to honor the old bitch in the Where's the Beef Wendy's commercials with your hosts, Brian and Rico. What's up, Rico? Well, that was an interesting one. What? What are you talking about? The Where's the Beef Wendy's? We take a time out every episode uh, to do a minute of silence. Do you not remember this? We do it every I show. I we did it for Dave Thomas. Well, I mean, Dave Thomas turned out to be a serial serial murderer, I think, right? Wasn't that, wow. wasn't that the whole concept behind the square patties? Was He thought if he cut the people's bodies into square patties, then no one would be focused on the fact that so many of his employees are going missing. They'd be like, what's up with these square beef patties? Square hamburgers? <laughs> it did always confuse me. I'm like, there's not square buns. No. What's going on here? Yeah, it, he he really revolutionized things. But yeah, yeah, it turns out he was just killing people, and uh, that was the distraction. <laughs> so there you go. So a moment well, of silence. It's, it's one way to make money. <laughs> How was your flight back? Oh, welcome to the Boring Podcast, everybody. I'm Brian. That's Rico. It's just the two of us today. Uh, I uh, didn't get anybody else to sub on this week. Who wants to do this? Not us, but ah, yeah. That's why I the, didn't ask anybody. Flight, uh, I mean, I couldn't sleep because I can't sleep on planes, even though I was exhausted. And uh, one weird thing that happened. So I'm sitting in like the bulkhead row of the United right behind first class. Because- and, and let me preface this. This is Rico's flight back from the Rose Bowl, which we attended. And we'll share stories of that. He flew in that morning. And landed at 10, at 9.30 technically. No, no. 9.20. <laughs> Didn't get picked up till almost 10, but. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, I had things to do. And uh, then flew out that night at 10.50. <clears throat> so this is his flight home. And we've been drinking all day from the get-go nonstop. Didn't get to eat either. Like literally nothing. Yeah, true. Zero true. things. You had an opportunity to eat late night at the greatest when we were talking to the hot dog man, time. Warren. Oh, what? Yeah. we were sitting there talking to him. He's like, I, he's like, I literally have hot dogs I make right here. They're outside. You can have any topping. You got to have 50 toppings. Did they say you it was like $12 cheese. or something? something yeah, you have all the toppings. That's like just getting a, like a bowl of toppings. Then you have your whole meal ahead of you. Then you just blast people away on the plane. Hold on. Let's take a minute and. Okay. Are we honoring the. With the I was see, just watching Purdue. There's the Wendy's a- check. Purdue versus Ohio State in the background. Purdue just hit a three to go up two with 10 seconds left, and Ohio State will take it down. Anyways, okay, so Fantastic. I'm uh, – yeah, so I, I picked the row behind first class because, uh, you know, the, the divider doesn't go all the way down, at least on the United flight, so you get the extra leg room. You know? Right, yeah. So I'm sitting there, like my head's against the window, and this woman and her son are sitting next to me. And the woman's like, can we put our bags under the front of your spot? I'm like looking at her like, why? They're, they're yeah. right there. They're, they're already, they were already under where they were sitting. <laughs> and I was so confused. You know, <laughs> my brain's not working. I'm like, why? They're right there. She's like, but they're, they're scrunched together. I'm like, so? She OCD. She's like, it's like when people know. can't She's have their like, keys the, and their the carrots bags touch. Needed more space. 
but they were there. And I'm like, we're, honey, we're, we're trafficking lizards and we're worried that they're going to squish against each other. And I'm like, well, then put them in the uh, above us in the overhead. She's like, well, there's no room. I'm like, yes, there is. There's plenty of room. It's like, but can we just, I'm like, I'm like, why don't, why don't they just go right back to where they were? Like yeah. she had moved them and then she's like, thought I would just be like, yeah, put them right under where my legs are. So what did they have after they had moved them? What was under the seats in front of them? Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. And I'm, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why would you ask me this ridiculous question? And Ohio State lost. Yeah. Yay, right. Jordan. <laughs> um, he roots against Ohio State. Good. Everybody should root against Ohio State. It was the best part of New Year's Eve this year for me. Yes. Um, so she's they're, they're like the bags are in front of their seats, but not under where they should be. And I'm like, here, let me help you put them right back to where they were. <laughs> so I just like put them right back. And and the kid was probably like the mom was sitting in the aisle, and the kid is sitting in the middle. He's probably like 14 or 15, and like, why is my mom being so weird? This is annoying. She's like, mom, it's fine, it's fine. Like, yeah. It's fine, kids. <laughs> so then, then I just went back to sleep for the next. Uh, well, I didn't it's go just, back to sleep, uh, but I put my uh, hood over my eyes and uh, closed my eyes for three and a half hours. I was and I was so dehydrated. Like once we took off, I don't think they ever came around with water. If they did, I was half out of it. But I felt like my tongue was sandpaper. Oh, uh, dude, like, I hate that. Yeah, I yeah. get that all the time when I'm drinking, especially like. If I get a stuffed up nose at night, it's like I have to have nasal spray on because if I get stuffed up nose, I can't sleep. So yeah. It's the same thing. Sandpaper tongue, you feel like you're a cat. And you're just sitting there slowly licking your mouth. Like, have you ever tried biting your tongue to try to get the juices like, no. <laughs> like the juices loose? It works. No. You start biting your tongue on the side and either blood or saliva comes out. So either way, you're getting a little bit of liquid. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing. So, I'm just giving you a tactic. Yeah, so that was about it. Then... Landed, um, had to like, got my McDonald's. That was great. Oh, Rico. And that's, and that to you, to you is the biggest insult. Yeah, you hate fast food, especially, like five especially. years. I had a, oh, the egg McMuffin was so good. And then uh, <laughs> had to drive Jordan to school, lay down for like two hours. And then I had, you know, phone calls for work. I probably drank 25, um, giant things of water that the next day. And I still felt so dehydrated and just my body was like shaking. So that's, I was also shaking the next day. I had, uh, I was sitting there. I, I just lay in bed for most of the day trying to get, well, trying to sleep, but I also couldn't sleep. And like get to the point where like, yeah, you're so hung over. You can't sleep. Like you have anxiety from the fact that you're so hung over. That was just me. I was lying in bed. I kept, kept like waking up with like heart palpitations every time I'd start to fall asleep. But I'd say worth it, man, because we had a hell of a time at the Rose Bowl. We finally won. Penn State finally fucking wins. So did you see? I, I couldn't remember. Did you see any of the big plays? Because I think you were. I was in the bathroom for at least time. two of them. Yeah, I, I saw the Singleton run. So that was good. I did not see our first touchdown. I saw I saw the big the big touchdown pass. Okay. Uh but I missed, I think I missed two out of four, at least. Two out of four of the early touchdowns I missed. And usually that's me, but I don't think I went to the bathroom at all. No, you didn't go to the bathroom a single time. Oh, no, actually one time you did. 
amazing. Yeah, Usually pretty, like every two seconds. pretty incredible. Pretty incredible stuff. Well, I think it's just uh, the whole situation was funny. So we drive out there. We, yeah, Rigo lands. I go pick up the airport, like hurry up to get out the door. So I'm trying to juggle my kids, get showered and get out the door, drive all the way to Pasadena and realize that I don't have my wallet. Oh, yes. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Don't have my fucking wallet. And I'm like, is this going to be a problem? Now, fortunately, I'm bald and old. So nobody's carding me, especially up at the Rose Bowl. But it was fascinating that you could just get around without an ID and no one gives you any problem whatsoever. Not going to the stadium, not buying beer in the stadium. <laughs> that was no problem. <laughs> well, that you was- had a credit card. Just wasn't yours. Yeah, your credit card. I, I, I realize now I could have used Apple Pay a lot of the time, but it's just easier just to use your money, pay you back. Well, I still have to look at the the credit card statement and see how many charges were made. Well, I'll tell you what was fucked up in the stadium. I'm walking around, I'm buying beers. I'm getting the same two beers, the same two big Modelo or Dos Equis cans. One guy, two, two cans. All right, 35 bucks. The other guy, two cans, 50 bucks. What? 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 I want to go to the other guy. I should have. I should have just seen if it evens out somewhere. Like, what the fuck, man? I, there are vendors at the location. How, can they mark it up on their own? Like, I was very confused. Maybe. Yeah, I don't like, know. Not, not in our day. Too drunk but... to care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was quite pricey, all those all those beverages. Well, without a doubt. The, the but I think also the theme of the Rose Bowl, for me at least, other than us winning – was uh, people that were young looking older than they could possibly yeah, be. Yeah, I, I remember that too, though. The person was like, I'm 18. I'm like, you look like you're older than me. Yeah. But legitimately, this guy looks like he could have been trucking around the country, hauling freight, and just been laying every truck stop prostitute, creating children that have now probably been 22 years old. He had to be the oldest looking fucking kid I've ever seen. And he insisted he was, I mean, the people next to him, the kid next to him looked like he was 14. This guy looked yeah. like he was either a father or a child molester. That was <laughs> He's like, this is our cover kid. story, kid. Don't blow it on me. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm 18 and you're going to back me up. Okay. Just let me go when we're done. <laughs> uh, Seriously, that was yeah. creepy as fuck. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I don't know. We learned a new game stack stack up. Yeah. That was, that was fun. pretty fun. Fast moving. That was an awkward moment. There was this pretty attractive young gal who also, who was married to, as I said, uh, their version of our old fraternity brother, Tom Rody. not an attractive fella at all. Also looked way older. She's, she's like a, yeah, not like a 10, but she's like an LA seven and a half, at least LA eight, the, the blonde chick. Who awkwardly comes up, stands next to me, and, I, and she, you know I'm just trying to learn this game. And she starts dancing. She's like, "You can dance too, you know." And I was like, eh, "Guess, <laughs> I guess I could." So I start suddenly ch- ch- dancing. I'm like, "Is she hitting on me?" I don't know what's happening here. And then I find out from the guy next to her, who I thought she was with, who was decent looking. He's like, "Oh yeah, those two are together. She's married to that guy." And I'm looking well past this unattractive. Bald, and he's got a, you know, a very horseshoey haircut, blonde guy. Again, looks like, you know, he looked like, it looks like if Sloth from the Goonies had sex with a regular human and made a son, that's what this guy looked like. So there's this hot chick. I don't think it was that bad. 
I mean, he wasn't attractive. I don't really remember him. What he looked like too much, but I quite sure it wasn't sloth esque. I said if sloth had sex with a regular human. <laughs> so he's only half as ugly? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's half as ugly as sloth. Still seems pretty, pretty gross. I don't know. Well, he must have been bringing something to the table because this his chick was pretty good looking. Uh, you know what they say. I don't. Mm. Sloth, he's got sloth cock. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's really the, ep- the name of the episode. Every time he takes his cock out, he goes, baby Ruth, baby Ruth. <laughs> she goes, yeah, that's what I made it for. That's what I married you for, man. Yeah. All right. <sighs> oh, and uh, do we ever find out who the person was that FaceTimed us after the game? Do you remember that? I do. The player. Oh, yeah, that's right. Our buddy George uh, was walking around the hotel because he was working security for Penn State, and he faced us some random guy. I have no idea who that was. Like, th- thanks for It was really awkward. Was like, thanks for your support. Me, I'm like, yeah. You don't care. I don't know probably, who you are. It was probably Pinnegar. <laughs> I piece of shit. If only you had your helmet on, I would know that I <laughs> boo you constantly. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I forgot about until right now that I met Pinnegar's sister-in-law or something like that. There was some chick and Pinnegar is like a kicker on our team who sucks. And, and there's this one hot chick wearing a Pinnegar Jersey. And I was like, I literally walked up to her and I was like, so are you his girlfriend? Because no one that's not related or bagged is going to wear that jersey. She's like, I'm his sister-in-law. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Like, hey, we don't have names on our jersey. What makes you so yeah. special? Uh, Come talk to me. I know Jake Pinnegar. Uh, so anyway, any other Rose Bowl memories? Otherwise, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about New Year's Eve. Um, bests and worst. And I realized I was walking my dog thinking about this today. I'm like, I didn't realize I have a ton of bizarre and funny New Year's Eve encounters, probably because you're so drunk during most of them that these things happen. But I got a lot of them, like a fucking shocking amount. Um, well, I, I've told you the one about me in Hong Kong. So that was that one is a good one. Do you want to do a quick recap for our audience? I well, I was in Hong Kong for New Year's about five years ago. And after we're on top of the Ritz overlooking, I think Victoria Harbor, is it called? Or is that the Ritz is Hong Kong's finest prostitute, by the way. That's what they call them. Um, so you know, we're looking way down on the fireworks over the, the harbor, and it's so crowded we can't get a drink. So, you know, we're just like but after New Year's, everything cleared cleared out a little bit. So we're sitting at a just like couch and table, and these these guys come over, um, and they just like want to start drinking with us. And um, like, Ch- okay. by the way, drunk Chinese people love white Americans that are out. I, I find this to be hundred percent true. When I was in China, it was true. I think it's still true to this day. Yeah, they were definitely a lot younger. I think they were only probably twenty one, but they were prime like drinking whiskey age like let's go so they get us they get a bottle of hennessy and they just keep pouring everyone like to keep filling my glass straight hennessy this is gross but after a few you (laughs) stop tasting it so as i want to do i went to the bathroom and i decided this is a good spot for a nap 
<laughs> the hundred first floor of the Ritz Carlton um, Hong Kong bathroom. And, and again, you're and you're and Rico's got a good looking girlfriend with him who is Chinese and easily human trafficked, uh, very easily picked up, drugged, and carried away. So after I don't know how long, probably a half hour or so, I. Shake you set, did you set your alarm? Did you have like no, a phone alarm I to think send you off? People still going in and out of the bathroom. <laughs> they probably woke me up. <laughs> so, well, hold on one second. Let me pause and make sure the kids are going. Oh, all right. We got to wait. We have to wait to see. Like he hasn't seen and heard you do more horrible things than this. Also, Rico's son's too old to be in bed at 9.15, just to let everybody know. But that's how you know a good story is forthcoming. I wish he'd tell his best story, frankly, which he will never tell on here. I won't, I won't ruin it, but it involved a, uh, a stripper who listened to heavy metal. I'll leave it at that. Well, anyway, while we're waiting for Rico to come back, I will tell. Oh, and he's back. I'll wait to tell my next story. Go ahead. All right. So, all right. So I go back to the table, and she's gone. I'm like, well, this is no good. I'm, I'm in Hong Kong. <laughs> I don't actually know my way around. Plus, I'm. Quite, quite drunk. Don't speak the language. Did you try when you were all hammered? Just spitting out, spitting out gibberish? I, I did yeah. not. No. <laughs> everyone speaks English anyway. So it was not, well, not everyone because that comes to <laughs> one of the parts of the story. So I call the lady. She doesn't pick up. I'm walking around down trying to figure out how to get from the Ritz to our actual hotel because I was not staying at the Ritz. It was a little too pricey for me. And then I get a call from this weird number. I pick up. And uh, Rebecca starts, like, I hear her crying, like talking and crying and like, what's going on? And then this guy takes her phone and starts screaming at me in Arabic. I'm like, <laughs> Are you sure it was Arabic and not on? Cantonese? Yeah, I could tell it was Arabic. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> screaming at me. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Hang up. <laughs> So, <laughs> keep walking five minutes later get a call again again she's crying <laughs> and I'm why is like, she not speaking by the way because i think she was so drunk too because she was also drinking the hennessy she's so drunk she forgot english that's well, good drunk well i mean she was drinking as much as me and she's 100 pounds so true not not a good combo so <laughs> then <laughs> same thing the guy that <laughs> Starts screaming at me. And I'm like, what do you want? I don't <laughs> like just screaming at me again. Hang up again. So then like, I don't fucking know what to do. I call our friend. Oh, our former, uh, former co-host Howie. Yeah, Howie. And, and there's like a 12, 13 hour time difference. So it's probably two or three in the morning there. And I think it's like noon. I'm like New Year's Eve in the United States. So I'm like, Holly, like you're an intelligence. What, what should I do? And he's like, I don't know. Probably go to the police. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> I guess that's a fair suggestion. So I'm like, all right, well, thanks. Holly. That was a ton of help. So then I'm walking and I, I don't know if I ever told you this part of the story. So my, our buddy Andy calls me <laughs> and, and I'm talking to him. I'm telling him the situation and I'm like, wait a minute, what time is it there? And he's like, ah, it's 4.30, like 4.30 in the afternoon. I'm like, wait, did the Browns win? 
because <laughs> they were playing the Steelers that day. It was like the last game of the season, and they were 0-15. And so if they yeah, – obviously, if they lost, they, they went winless for the season. Like, nope. Corey uh, Coleman dropped a touchdown pass with 30 <laughs> seconds left, and they lost. I'm like, ah, that's ridiculous. Oh, uh, so that like, a Howie fan. Uh, took me completely out of uh, – I don't know what happened to Rebecca – yeah. So then, you know, I, I finally find my way back to the hotel. After that conversation, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go back to the hotel and go to bed. Seems like <laughs> good, a, good job. Give it up yeah. on the love of your life. Ah, yeah. I'll find another one. If you love something, let it. If you if you love something, let it go, and it'll come back. Like the hangover. Fucking Bangkok has her now. So I don't know what to do. So I get to the hotel, and she's in bed asleep. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what was all this crying? I didn't wake her up. I just go to bed. And the next morning I wake up and there's this phone call. This phone just keeps ringing and ringing and ringing. I'm like, what is that? She's like, uh, you brought a phone back with you. I, I don't know whose phone this is. Uh, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know why I have a phone. And so she answers it. She's talking in fucking ching chong chang. And it was one, there was another girl at the table with the, the guys who were buying us Hennessy. Like they had all left too, apparently. I don't really remember, but one of them left their phone on the table. So I just like, I'm like, I'll take it and they'll call and I'll tell them where it is. So then they came to the hotel and got the phone. I asked Rebecca, I'm like, what was all that crying about last night? She's like, well, you left and I couldn't find my way home. I'm like I did not leave. I was there the whole time. I was. I told you I went to the bathroom. When I got back from the bathroom, you were gone. I didn't really leave the part out where I took a nap in the bathroom. Well, yeah. I mean, you could have had a terrible diarrhea for all yeah. that she knows. I'm like, you were gone. I You called. You couldn't speak. And then some guy yelled, was screaming at me. I'm like, who's that guy? She's like, I was a taxi driver. He was telling you where to meet, meet me. Like, well, I don't speak the language you were speaking. How would I meet him? Like, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, happy new year. And why wouldn't you just be like, tell him to just say, go to the hotel, go to hotel. He must yeah. know those three words. Yeah. All right. So that was the story. Well, that's a good story. I, uh, I was thinking, I have a funny story from when I was a youngin on New Year's Eve, including uh, involving best friend, Ben, who I'm actually going to be seeing next weekend in the Poconos. And I, I think you've heard this one as well, but I'll, I'll recap because I don't think I've told it on the show, but New Year's Eve, we all go out to a cabin in the woods somewhere. It's not the Poconos, but some fucking cabin in the middle of the woods. And this is my freshman freshman New Year's Eve, right? So I'm old enough to uh, to drive and to drink in college without the legal uh, you know, permission. But I'm obviously into drinking. So we all go out to this cabin. As uh, a bunch of us you know, from high school, and we're all drinking, 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 doing whiskey, doing beer, playing beer pong. And eventually, at some point in the night, we all get super fucking hammered. And I don't even think we make it to midnight, by the way. I think we're making it to like 1130 and everybody starts passing out all over the place. But while we're playing beer pong, best friend Ben goes up to the screen. It's a screened-in porch outside we're playing beer pong on. Goes up to the door of the screened-in porch and tries to open it, but it's locked. So he can't get out and he's got to vomit so bad that he just pukes through the screen door. Now we had had spaghetti earlier that night for dinner. 
So what happened was all the puke went through the screen, but all the spaghetti stayed. So it was just spaghetti stuck to the screen door. So keep that in your mind. We keep drinking. People pass out, right? I throw up in my bed about a million times, just a million times throwing up in my bed all over myself. And uh, also look over at my buddy who sits, but I have, I have at least have a trash can, right? My buddy, I look over, Sean, he sits up in the middle of the night and just vomits straight onto himself, completely covering his bed and his, and his clothing and vomit. So I'm like, all right, well, that's good. So the next morning, we're all hungover. We get up, we're cleaning up this fucking place and we all feel like shit. And, oh no, wait a minute. <laughs> I completely fucked the story up. I threw up through the screen. That was what? me. I threw up through the screen. <laughs> I forgot. The reason I flipped it in my mind, uh, I threw up through the screen, was because the next morning when we were cleaning up the facilities, my friend Ben was cleaning up outside the porch, and he goes, oh, God, who puked on the screen? And I said, oh, you did that last night. You don't remember? <laughs> anyway, he went, no, I don't remember. I said, yeah, yeah, it was you. So he cleaned up my spaghetti vomit off of the screen door. Well, that was uh, the kind of friend you are. <laughs> That's what friends are for, Rico. <laughs> what a dumbass. He should have remembered. <laughs> I don't know how you believe it. Yeah. Uh, so that that was one. Well, do you there remember one... when we were oh, in God. college um, and we went to Vince's apartment or his house in like New Jersey? Oh, for... Was that a New Year's Eve? Yes, it was. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, guy... We had to drive under the, under the overpass and... and around the homeless he was like a legitimate uh drunken genius i think he was a had a phd in nuclear engineering and uh someone's like hey he's having a party at his house for new year's come on out i think we're somewhere not that far i'll probably like yeah it was like 45 minutes away or something so like oh he probably lives in a mansion it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Our, our I, I remember. asked like 500 times, like, you think we need to wear a tie? He just kept saying it. I'm like, you think we need to wear a tie? Do you think we need to wear a tie? I'm like, shut the fuck up. We don't have to wear a tie. <laughs> we get to this house. It's a total shithole. Like, it is literally. What? I remember where we parked. I remember we, we were driving around. Weren't we? It was literally like you know, on the wrong side of the tracks, weren't we like driving yeah. through like an industrial area and we're it like, what the like fuck it, yeah. is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get to a shithole house where there was like, what, eight fucking people there. Yeah. And there was just, I think I personally drank probably four bottles of champagne. And if you've ever thrown up after Ugh. drinking four bottles of champagne, it's like everything in your inside had solidified somehow. <laughs> yeah. And you're throwing up like bricks, solid bricks. That's the most. That's insult. So bad. That's, that's insult to injury. When you're throwing up, you go in the toilet to throw up, and it just a brick falls out into the water and splashes you right in the face with your own vomit, <laughs> just to let you know what a piece of shit you are. Yeah, it was the worst experience. And I think we were like hanging out under like a staircase. It's like we're, yeah. we're hanging out. It was unfinished basement. It was cold. I think we ended up sleeping on a kitchen floor yeah i remember a horrible horrible experience <laughs> i remember the next morning well, who <laughs> yeah. told us to come here why would you tell us to come here you'd have a carpet for us to sleep on they were in the guns and drugs club we're like this this new year's party can't be bad they're in the guns and drugs club at least one of those things is going to get fired off the guns or the drugs to my recollection neither of them got fired off maybe weed yeah. 
No good. Yeah, I think there, was a, well, there was a ton of that, but that that didn't make my throwing up any better. So no, that was the what, worst New Year's I can remember. Ah, uh, that was a bad one. Well, what about the uh, the New Year's where you were out here? Nate was out here. Acklin was out here. We went to Sharky's oh, in oh, Los that Angeles. That that's the one. that's the saddest night of Rico's life. Oh, terrible. <laughs> so throughout the so we go out. We're drinking, right? Our, our buddies are out here. Everybody flies out because I'm in LA, and we go out to Sharky's, which is a bar at the pier. And uh, and actually, it was a pretty good party. It was packed in there. I think it was like all you could drink, wasn't it? I think we had some $50 all-you-could-drink yeah. deal. Now, I won't say we all also had other substances involved there for certain people, but there were other things which came about in a funny way because I remember the one chick was making out with our buddy, and all of a sudden, they're making out hot and heavy, right? Because three of us found girls to make out with. Me... Uh, Mark and our buddy, Matt, the one who didn't was of course Rico. And there's a hilarious picture that came out of this night of all of us at the, at the booth in the bar, happily smiling at the camera with our ladies that we found that evening. And then Rico just sitting alone and cold in the middle. (laughs) Ah, story of my life. (laughs) I remember the one girl is making out with our buddy and I won't say specifically who it was. And all of a sudden pulls away and she goes, you case like, t- like chemicals. <laughs> it's like, I wonder why. Oh, it's good. But another good part of that interaction was um, this girl actually looked pretty hot. She was Australian, I think. right? Yeah, she was an Aussie, a blonde Aussie, and she looked real hot. She looked real hot until. sitting down. So at the end of the night, when everyone's getting up to go, she stands up and it's like, Boom. <laughs> like what what is going on below the waist it was like she made a deal with lizzo's ass to wear it around for the evening it was so wide i remember when they got up we're walking behind my buddy as he's going down the street with this chick i it legitimately was like he was standing next to three people like like you know walking arm in arm with three people to his right because this chick's ass was so wide i've never seen a wider ass in my life than that and she was gorgeous in the face of course that all came to a head later that night when they were uh in the midst of passion and there was nothing passionate (laughs) there was no i think they were passion interruptus yeah (laughs) so Failure, failure to launch passion failure to launch passion and he's recounting this story for us the next day obviously we weren't there eating popcorn but he goes, yeah, so, you know, this chick really, uh, she was into it, and she she wanted to be banged in her ass, which, of course, is hilarious because it was so huge. How would you even do You need, like, a Sherpa to lower you down or climb the mountain of ass that was there. So he's like, yeah, so anyway, I'm, you know, I'm trying to trying to bang her in the ass. And I had this big, he had this big bag of condoms that my, my roommate at the time had, <laughs> like 55 condoms. And he goes, I keep trying to, you know, to, to bang her in the ass. And I'm pulling out condoms, but my dick, I can't get my dick hard. So I'm just, I'm just slapping my flaccid cock against her butthole over and over again. And then I'm going, oh, it must be the condom. And I rip off the condom. I throw it across the room and I put on another condom and I do it again <laughs> to the point where she just eventually was like, just, can you just stop? Can you just, or I can't, if you know, I'll can you take your shrimp off of my ass, Bobby? <laughs> so good, good, good times. No. And, uh. Let's see what else. Any other good times out of that night? I don't think so. That might have been it. Uh, no, I, I don't remember any good times. Period. <laughs> well, last week or last New Year's, 
not this, well, two years ago, I had a funny story in that, uh, and I, I remember telling you guys this one, but I brought cheesecake bites to a New Year's Eve party that I bought at uh, Ralph's. And I was really proud of these bites. And I see would like really want to get into them. But I was so drunk walking home at like one in the morning. I went to my local bar. First, I tried to give the cheesecake bites, untouched, by the way, untouched, to a man on the street who was trying to get into his car. And I swear to God, have you ever seen like the scenes in movies where people are walking to their car and they see somebody coming and they try to get their keys out, but they just can't. And they just are fumbling with their keys, trying to get the door open frantically. That literally happened with the guy on New Year's Eve, except it's me coming at him with a tray of untouched cheesecake bites and just going, cheesecake, <laughs> as he tries to get in his car. Are you can't afraid? He's afraid of what you're A hundred percent. A hundred percent this guy's afraid of me. I was like, all right, see you later. Then I go to the bar. I'm sitting there with my cheesecake, my tray of cheesecake bites. And trying to give them to the people at the bar now. Anybody will take them. No one is taking them. I also have a hat on. I see some random fucking couple at the bar. I'm talking to them. And I'm probably completely unintelligible. And I remember just going, you are going to look better in this hat. I had an Australian, like, dingo wrangler hat on. Forced this fucker to take my hat and wear it home. And you know what? I saw him about a year later. And he still has it. So... Well, happy happy ending. memories are made. Something, happy ending, that's it was smart. a love connection. It was. It was. Oh, yeah, I also have another story about New Year's going out with uh, notable, large, dimwit uh, John Stank, who apparently has made millions wielding an army of homeless people that picks up trash for him. Recycle. Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Let's he start. and I and, and uh, Acklin were at a Philly bar pouring rain. Sucked. No one was fucking there. Drank at this Irish bar until it cl- it kicked us out. And then when we got out of the bar, nowhere to go. Pouring rain. No taxi would pick us up. We had a fucking taxi driver drive us to the bar. And I said, hey, it's uh, it's raining. Can I get your phone number to call you later when you come back and pick us up? Oh, sure. No problem. Oh, I got you. Awesome. Cool. Two o'clock rolls around. Call this guy. Hey, oh, what do you want? Well, it's... I want to go home. It's two in the morning. Where are you at? Oh, I, I I live in Bucks County. I'm I'm home. I'm 45 minutes away. What the <laughs> fuck did you give me your card for and say you're gonna pick me up later then, you jerk off? Why would you give why why would you give me a false sense of confidence that you're gonna come back and get me later? Like if someone creates a ride sharing app one day, you are fucked, pal. Yeah, I hope he's out of business forever. I hope you paid a million dollars for that taxi medallion, you son of a bitch. Piece of shit. So, we end up just walking. We're like, let's find a hotel. We'll walk to the hotel. They always have taxis. So, we walk 30 minutes in the pouring rain, and it's New Year's Eve in Philly. It's freezing, right? It's got to be 20 degrees outside. Freezing our fucking asses off. Pouring rain. Get to the hotels. No taxis. We're like, what do we fucking do? So we wander around for another 20 minutes getting hypothermia and we're literally soaked to the point where like, have you ever been soaked from rain in your clothes where your, your jacket is soaked through your, your pants, your underwear, your socks, everything is dripping wet. We're soaked. Random bus comes around. We're like, let's just get on the bus like homeless just to get warm. <laughs> just ride it around until we, or <laughs> until we, we die. Make a, really? a plan. <laughs> until we die until or make God a plan. God strikes us dead. So we get on this bus 
and we're sitting there and our, my buddy at the time lived at Walnut and seventh in Philly. After like three stops, the bus just was at Walnut and seventh. And we're like, we did it. We made it. We figured it out. So we got off and went right into his fucking house right there. Right to his that, that that depra- I don't know that that place would be any less depressing than riding around soaking wet on a bus. No, his apartment with the uh, the single apartment square with a futon bed couch. Yeah, one of the most depressing places I've ever been in my life. That's yeah, probably the low point of of many of people's uh, lives. That's <laughs> where so, so people Being go. There. They they knock on they knock on his door. Like, hey, can I uh can I just commit suicide in your apartment. I'll give you a 20. It's just something called to me. Like you're the fifth one this week. How do you think <laughs> I pay my rent pal? Come on. <laughs> this is body, bodies piled up out his front door. All right. Last thing Rico to talk about. I thought it'd be entertaining for us today is there is a uh, porn hub releases. Oh, do you see this? Oh God! Like it's Mississippi so- or something requires a uh, license. Oh, they do. Well, I was no. This is just on the 20, 200, 2022 year in review. But yeah, uh, oh no, I think Louisiana is requiring a license now. One of the or Missouri, somewhere to view porn, which is I don't know, fucked. I guess as a parent, I'd be like, oh good, but now knowing that that's kind of fucked. Like, would you want? Your state to require porn license uh, reviewal for your son? It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I agree. But the 2022 year in review. So I they've got some fantastic categories. The world's most used categories by country, by like region. Some telling stuff here. Uh in what God, what's the largest country? I think it's is it Venezuela? They're number South America. Yeah. Well, Brazil is pretty big. That's to the right. Yeah, it's got to be Brazil then. So Brazil's number one go-to, transgender porn. Interesting. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Australia and Canada went lesbian. They like the lesbian stuff. The United States, despite being called the most racist country, you know what the number one search was, Rico? BBC. Ebony. Close. Oh, Ebony. Okay. So clearly people looking for Ebony Lovin and also Africa They're I don't know. They're just like, uh, we like what we got. We're going to stick with stick with the door. <laughs> Guess what Japanese people search for? Uh, babysitter. No, Japanese. <laughs> okay. If you're in Japan, why wouldn't you fucking try to find anything other than Japanese porn? Vending machine girls. <laughs> Used underpants salesmen. <laughs> Coca-Cola machine, flashlight. Uh, Russia went with Russian. They also wanted to find Russian porn. Very insular societies. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, anal. The Italians love anal. Not surprising. And the Indians look also on an Indian porn. Which well, this I think is, is quite the boring porn. list. It is, but it gets better. With hold on, okay. It get, do you want to find out top relative categories by generation? Because Gen Z, I'll list it for you. Gen Z likes threesomes, virtual reality, cosplay, cartoons, uncensored hentai, scissoring, and role play. What do you think about that? 
Good for them. I'm glad they have a curious mind. Gen Y, Asian, 100, 143%. Gen Y loves the Asian. Porn. Are we Gen Y or what are we? Yeah. I, we're we're Gen, Gen Y, Gen X. I love Asian porn. It must be something yeah. something in the water when they raised us. Can we blame our mother's breast milk? Like if people are like, you guys like Asian porn, it'd be like, they had some weird fluoride tint in the water. <laughs> That's totally what it is. <laughs> it would be hilarious if they just found when they adjust, like we can we have a scientific study on adjusting different like nutritional facts? Like the like the the nutritional pyramid keeps changing. Can we find an equation where like, well, these people they thought that eating a lot of cereal was good for them and they're just totally into gay porn? <laughs> There's gotta be an equation. I think uh that's our next study. I think so too. Uh, Gen X, guess what? Gen X's number one is. I'll I'll give you all Granny. the categories. No, no, I wish. No, I'll give you Gen X's categories. Let me know which one is you think is is number one. BBW, fisting, voyeur, bukaki, transgender, scissoring, milf, or cream pie. Um, I'll say I was gonna say voyeur, but I'm gonna change to milf. MILF was number two at 47%. Cream pie, 65%. Number one, cream pie. And let's see. You'll never guess. Wow. This is the most crazy fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, by the way. All right. Boomers, 55 plus. Here are the the categories. No, not horse. No, it's ridiculous for a different reason. All right. Boomers, 55 plus. Small tits, vintage, pissing, casting, anal, babe, mature, and hand job. Hand job. Yep. Hand job. <laughs> who who the fuck are these 55 year olds that are just like, I just need to see anybody that'll touch my dick? <laughs> like, is that <laughs> what it's about? It's all it takes. Who the fuck watches hand job porn? <laughs> Get a, call up your dad. <laughs> I, I should get my dad here to talk about this. <laughs> All right, and then the last one, Dad, phone it in. Dad, how many times have you looked up hand job porn? <laughs> All right, times today. The last one, I thought this is really interesting. The U- United States top relative searches. This is searched more often in each state when compared to all others. So, uh, Maine anime, oddly enough, big uh, big winner. Pennsylvania, hairy pussies. Ew. That's so much. Gross. Yeah. Who wants to see that? Uh, hold on. No wonder they voted for Fetterman. Yeah. <laughs> they should no just fall. They're like, you know what? We're we're removing Pennsylvania's electoral votes. <laughs> All right, Rico, you're in Ohio. Um, guess what Ohio's was? Um, and I don't even know what this term means, if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> Well, this is going to be tough. You don't even know what the term means. Um, well, I, I can't guess because I can't think of a term. I don't know what it means. Okay. Um, it. What does PMV mean? I can't even believe this is a fucking thing. And Ohio's number one most searched term by comparison is this term. Wow. You'll never guess it. Okay, I, I give up then. Porn music video. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? Well, I guess it must be. 
Well, you know what Jordan's doing whenever you're he's so alone now, Rico. So you're welcome. PMV so knows all these songs, huh? Yeah, <laughs> they, they stop making music videos. That's what <laughs> oh, this this is a good one. Um, Wisconsin's number one is pegging. So with people in Wisconsin want to get fucked by their chicks. So that's good to know. Uh, some other notable ones: Texas panties. Just pa- panties. They like looking at panties. Wow. Um, cartoons are big in Nevada. And guess what? Oh, by the way, uh, Oregon. Guess what Oregon's into? Lumberjack porn. Furry porn. Yeah, that was close. Yeah, I think and that this one's even better, right? Okay. If there's one thing that you would never think that somebody would Google when looking for porn, but yet would use to experience porn, this search term is that. KY. Close. Fleshlight. And that's what dickheads in Oregon, no surprise, the loser jerk-off beta men in, in Oregon are Googling fleshlight porn, which I don't even know what that would be. People fucking fleshlights, I'm guessing. Doesn't sound very uh, fun, but... is I don't... I mean, is that... Why? Okay. So is it a, a video of the guy? Let's just imagine this. Is it the guy standing there jerking off into it? Is it that you're seeing the flashlight get like point I'm of view? How would you someone's... shoot porn? How would you shoot a flashlight porn, Rico? I'm asking you as a I'm imagining a point of view banging a flashlight. Just seeing like the flashlight like hole and then the yeah, wang go in. So I'm guessing. And then the guy just giving a thumbs up when he's done and washing it out in the dishwasher. Yeah, sounds amazing. And then his and then his mom going, Dude, I told you not to push that in here. <laughs> Gross. That's the cum shot, actually. I told don't put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was informative. You do you not talk that much this show, but that's <laughs> that makes that's all for the best, isn't it? It probably is. You told your you told your uh, your abducting story when you were the worst version of Liam Neeson that has ever existed. <laughs> if Liam Neeson ever just gave up, it would have been a lot easier. Maybe he would have found his daughter at his hotel room. She went through all this trouble. That would be a great taken sequel. Taken five. He just goes kills like 50 Russians. I failed. Couldn't find my daughter. Goes back to his hotel. Like. Son of a bitch. She was just your little (laughs) fuck. Well, shit. (laughs) Where were you? Uh, I I was taking a poop. Yep. It sounds good. All right. Take us out, Rico. Boring. Bing bong. 